The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. One step away, forward in motion, nowhere I've been, nowhere I'm going, voices rise up, a beautiful sound, there's Step in line with me, put your hands up, get on your feet. Oh, 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 oh. This is my circle, this is my tribe. Leaning together, we know we're all on the same side. We are stars in the same sky. Circle of stars in the same big sky. We burn in brighter than before, we shine it all forevermore. another episode of Voices of Unity. I'm Skip Jennings. I'm Chad Bradford. Aloha, it's Faith Rivera. Welcome, everyone. Yes, it is. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Aloha, Aloha, which actually means hello and goodbye, right? It means all of that. It means all of that. What else? <laughs> what else? More. Oh, my what gosh. Else? Um, I, I, I suddenly became a very big fan of that word then. Oh, <laughs> it means everything. It's the catch all. <laughs> well, ha is the breath of life, right? And alo, right. I have to remember this. Oh, alo is like the hello. root. <laughs> Hi, hello. 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 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is this show about again? I know. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I love it. I love you, Faith Rivera. Are you teasing? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! You're teasing. Where's my angels? No, no, I'm still talking. <laughs> talking about, I'm well, still last, Yeah. Last week or the last episode of Angels just blew me away, man. Yeah. Blew me away. I'm still kind of buzzing from it and kind of moving through my own stuff around angels. And when she said, "Pull, will you pull pull a card for me?" I'm like, oh. Okay. Oh, you know, yeah. just... oh, you'll have to tell because we were already off the air by the time that happened. <gasps> we were. You'll have to talk oh, about that. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so this okay. is so catch up. Last episode, we had our angel special um, specialist on, and she's very connected to the universe. Listen to the episode and um, Lorna Byrne. Lorna Byrne. And at the end, when we were off air, she asked me to pull a card for her because I do angel card readings. And um, so I went, okay, that's very interesting. And the angels have been asking me to use my talents with angel cards more often with clients. Mm -hmm. And she asked me to pull a card and the card we pulled was angels spiritual support, which she was talking about how angels around her is always telling her and guiding her. And that was very interesting. So um, I did more angel card readings for myself and for other people during the pandemic. During the midst of the pandemic, I was really into the angel card readings and people used to, you know, do Zoom calls from all over the world just to have an angel card reading. Yeah, 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 it, it's really, it's really, uh, I, I feel like such a great way when you're online, if you can't be there with someone uh, in, in the, you know, physically, but um, to, 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 to communicate in that way. I remember you did a few for me during the pandemic too. And it was really, uh, it was really helpful. And it, and, and it, and you're able to get in there when you're with someone you trust, you're able to say, Oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? And you can find different parts of your life speaking to you and different parts of yourself speaking to you that you didn't know were speaking to you yeah. until you get into the cards in the way that, that you can. You know, and, and most of our um, listeners, might know this or might not know this if they follow us for a long time. The three of us have never met in person. We've never, <laughs> well, actually, Faith and I did years and years ago at Agape. We met years and years ago, but we have not actually, three of us, Voices of Unity. And when Jackie Fernandez was a part of our, we never met really in person. You and Jackie did. I got so we, we have to do what we've been asking ourselves why aren't we doing more of is, Voices of Unity live retreats in 
Hawaii. Yes, please. Yes. Hello. Listen, Aloha. we'll, we'll bring your yoga. We'll bring some music. I'll bring my band of vagabonds and thespians. We'll put on a show. It'll be great. Oh, you hear of you singing and dropping the bars. I love it. Last show, you dropped the bar or two, which is great. You have that. You have the quintessential um, Broadway voice. <laughs> you know you do, Chad. Well, I appreciate it. I, I, I spent a few years trying to cultivate it. I, I you know, it, it, it was actually, I have, to, I have to give you a shout out again, because during, we talk about the pandemic and going through things and stuff. One of the things that happened during that time, I was offered the role of the baker in Into the Woods. Yes. And I was like, I can't do it, Skip. I can't do it. I'm, I'm a bass baritone. And I was having all this. <laughs> all this this self-doubt yeah, yeah it was like okay but do it <laughs> you no no, no I, I said to you i said to you i said if if you keep saying you can't do it that's your truth if you change it and you say i can do it um because you're saying i can't hit those high notes i'm saying well yeah that's your truth once you realize you could and you did that was a phenomenal show. Remember he was doing Into the yeah. Woods? Remember? Yeah. Listen to some past episodes of, I think the past episode was called Into the Woods and Beyond or something like that. Something, yeah. yes. That was yeah. such a great oh. show. Yes. <laughs> but you, I mean, it was really getting in there and that was yeah. so helpful because I was just, you know, you could just work yourself up and, and you know, yeah. Faith, We've talked about this in the past, uh, especially performing and being in front of people. You can really work yourself up into a, a place where you're you're not necessarily healthy. <laughs> you oh know. yeah, I'm, I'm trying to right now. I'm trying to cheer myself on. I haven't done a Facebook Live. I haven't like been, you know, up in that way often enough. And someone just wrote me. They're like, "What happened?" Because you know, during the pandemic, I was on all the time. We all were, and the kids were home, so I'm, I'm a little bit shy. To, to press that button, you know? Let's do it. Let's let's set a date. The three of us will get onto a Facebook Live because we need to. We I can do that while. with you all day long. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I, I want to say about Chad, when he decided to do it and he dropped into that space, he was hitting the high notes. But we talked about this. Sondheim rests in power, Sondheim. He's, he's, his music scares the bejesus out of a lot of people. It <laughs> yes. scares the shit yeah. out of me sometimes, and we just got an E rating. Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and I, it's just not me, but, you know, professional people who have done Sondheim have said it's the scariest thing they've ever done. But what it is is the courage to move through your fear. There's actors and actors and actors who've done Sondheim and mastered it. It takes practice. It takes practice, practice. You did a phenomenal job, Chad, Chatty Daddy. <laughs> well, that didn't hurt, hurt either. You know, the play is so much about fatherhood for that character. And, and having, were, a, having a little one myself, not even a year old, it was like, oh, my God. It was, you know, I was able to access it. Um, uh, a little bit more easily, but but I I just want to underline one of the things that you said. It's it's this idea of you know if you keep telling yourself I can't do it, I can't do it. Well, you can turn that the other way. Yeah. I can do this. I am doing this. Yeah, I'm yes, doing, you are. You know, yes, um, you are. And, and it's that that really that change in mentality, mindset, and um, determination that, that that can shift everything. It's like you always say, transformation is a choice. Transformation in our mind and in our motivation. It's a, it, it it really yeah. really works. Can I, can I borrow some sure. of that? Can yeah, I borrow you some can. of that? Um, yeah, you can. <laughs> what do you say? Turning your mind around, because I'll just make this quick, because I know we have a great guest today. But, you know, it's taxes. We we all haven't talked about taxes, but so Ooh, we've Lord, gone through it. stop. I just put my extension in. Just don't okay. even mention it. But now so, you're talking about it. I am. I am. <laughs> my darling. Dang it. My darling, sweet, loving husband calls me nicely into his office to show me, <laughs> to show me this profit and loss statement. Okay, so I'm going to need some, a lot of turning around. My ego was so <laughs> gone, um, smashed when he gave me this number. You know, it was like a few thousand dollars. I said, really? After I pay you every month? Da -da. So my, my ego got really hurt. And I mean, yeah. talk about that, Chad. All the things, especially as an artist, always, you know, I don't know. I, went, I don't know when I'll be done with the story of like questioning your worth. I thought I was, but it's, it, it's like, in me, like what was Lorna talking about? Like it's it's coded in us that somehow yeah. it's tied to my worth. So when I got that number, I was like, 
F and I'm not going to swear, you know? (laughs) Um, So I'm doing, I'm doing all I can from spiritual work to, I I don't like to muscle it though. You know, when you muscle it, kind Mm -hmm. of of like, but I am, I am rich. And yet I have moments where I feel that richness, man. In fact, I am shocked when he gives Mm. the number. I'm shocked because when I live, I'm like a millionaire. I mean, like, I don't feel like I'm going without. So that yeah. number, you man, know, I'm like mad Faith, at it. Faith, we've <laughs> talked about this. I want to remind you, oh, I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you into yourself. Oh, okay. A few shows back, we're talking about how we can't do things for money anymore because it okay. does not, it no, does I not. Fulfill. But we de- but we definitely want to pay, we're, we're in agreement, pay the bills, but we're not doing art for money. We're doing art for art's sake. And... Yes. Yes, so, and, and and I believe that's the payoff when we see people come up to you at a concert or online going, you changed my life. Mm-hmm. That's the payoff. And, you know, I don't think they'll ever pay us what we're really worth. The work that we put in there. So your profit and loss sheet is just numbers. I but know. there is no loss in the mind of God. I know. There is I no loss it. in it. But that's Amen. the ego construct. That's the ego construct will it tell is. us right, wrong. Here, there, we have to get out of the ego and get in the heart. And the spirit says you're right on, you're right on track. Wait, wait, wait! What? Preach to me a little bit more now on this. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I know we have our guests. Okay, last one. No, 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 no. Oh, but we, should, we, should, we, we're in our 15 minute time stop. You know me. I'm the, I'm the timekeeper, and that, and, and, and that is my head sense going. Okay, that's my left side brain going. Show. Time, time, time. That's but here's what I do know, and what I mean no. by this that. We can either operate from the head, yes, which is all analytical. Yes. And when we operate from the head, we're also dealing with the ego. There's something we call the ego construct that will create scenarios that makes you either the winner or the victim in mm. the story that you want to tell yourself. So you walked in there, might have been feeling, okay, I'm going to be a victor here because I got so much money come through. And then all of a sudden, boom, your ego is going to create a scenario to support you as a victim. But the heart says you are absolutely doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. And just, we got to artists. We have to go from the heart, not from the head. And that's a this or that. That's a this or that. And we talk about this all the time. This is why we have group therapy. This is group therapy. This is it. (laughs) You know, I did have a question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Then our our guests, we still have about five minutes of catch up before we break. I always wanted to ask you this, like three shows ago, Chad, and I'll ask Faith too. Is it easier having one child or two childs or two children? <laughs> two childs. Child. Listen to me all ebotically, ebotically speaking. <laughs> one child or two childs? <laughs> what is it easier? Because Chad, now you have two children. What I is do. it easier? What is um, it? Uh, it's harder. <laughs> I was like fishing. I was like, say something spiritual, Chad. Say something uplifting. Um, it's harder, y'all. <laughs> you know? and, I, and I, it's just, it's just because, we're, and we're still in that. Like, little Charlie's not even two months old yet, so he's You're still talking about baby Skip. Yes, baby Skip. <laughs> he's still a potato. You know, he's just a crying, pooping potato, and so. You know, it's just sometimes he'll start crying and Eliza will be like, what are you crying? I want to cry. And then they're both crying. And then the dog's like, and then the cats are jumping around. Daddy's crying. And then (laughs) so it's it's a little harder. But, you know, I I am. Here's the here's here's the spiritual side of it. I am very blessed blessed because at the end of the day, you know, Sharon's just such a sweet, wonderful mother. And um, those two babies, it's, I just, I can't get enough of it. There was, I can't remember who it was. It was somebody, and we've talked about this before, but it's just, you, you just, you just want to be around them, you know, yeah. you just, and, and so getting to come home at night um, and, you know, you, I, I'm an, you know, grip as, as an artist and doing all these things and I'm a progressive person and it's, it's still very 1950s. It's like, oh, daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> at six o'clock or something and then and then eliza's running to martini me. or bourbon what do you have <laughs> yeah, what, right. what does she have ready for you when you walk through the door uh the trash take this out <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love, love it. it i love it 
but it's, it's it. very sweet. I'll let Faith give her two cents, but yeah, it's which, a little uh, bit more it? challenging. What is it? One what? or two? Okay, wait. When I had one kid, everyone with lots of other kids would say, it's easier. It's better. You should have. I'm like, no, you are just lying to me. <laughs> That's just a bull. You already got me to have one. Okay, so anyway, um, but it depends. Mine are four years apart. So uh, I can imagine that your heart was different from my. I wouldn't even call mine that that hard. But now the stage I'm in now, it's a blessing. I wouldn't have it any other way that they have company, that yeah. they that we see them tickling each other and we oh. listen to their conversations. That's like precious. it's now I get it. But before when people were trying to sell me a number two, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> and and unless there were because I had multiple psychic sales, supposed to have two. So that's why when it was almost three years, four years after I had Kai, I was yeah. like, oh, Dang it, I better get on it or else I'm going to be 60 by the time I have my second So I kind of had her because I felt I should, but wow, thank you. God, angels, whoever, it's, they're a blessing. That's what Chad said. Yes, absolutely. And I hand the trash to my hubby. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, okay, we're Are we complete? We're done, and I'm very excited about our guest because our guest is, is a father within his own right, a father to many animals and very furry kids, we like to call it. Uh, multiples at, at several times. Um, you know, one thing I love about this, I could read a bio. Why should I? Because this is my best friend um, who wrote this incredible book about his journey and the things that he's learned from our animal friends and family. And um, Bill Robertson is a, a very talented um, playwright, screenwriter, author now. Um, he's a man of God. He, he just lives um, all the spiritual principles that we are learning, longtime member of Agape, the Agape International Spiritual Center. In fact, he was my Eskimo to Agape. Um, I, you know what? I could continue to talk about this person, but I could bring him into the conversation. So everyone, please bring, put your hands together as we bring in my friend, Bill Robertson, also known as Uncle Bill. Uncle, Uncle Bill. Bill. Thank you so much. He's also a you writer. Okay? I didn't know this. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Yes. For our audience, let's let them know though that you know you are a writer, and I see you're a mm -hmm. screenwriter, right? You've written yep. for kids shows, and we're gonna specifically today. I mean, we're gonna talk about everything, but we're gonna highlight everything. this new book. This yes. new yes. book from Uncle, Uncle Bill's Bill. Uncle, Uncle Bill's Animal Tales, and mm -hmm. um, it was powerful because part of this book I I, I watched in real life as it came ah. through. <laughs> And so, Bill, welcome to Voices of Unity. I'm very excited that you're here. Welcome. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So, so on this journey of writing, I remember us having a conversation a long time ago. You said that someone told you there is no writing, they're just rewriting. Yes. <laughs> How was this journey for you, writing and rewriting this beautiful nugget of love? It's It's been pretty amazing, actually. Um, I heard something else that was when you put pen to paper, you're giving voice to what lives within, mm. you know, and I love that, that it gave me a chance to really kind of, especially in this book, this book was all about, you know, true stories of my experiences with animals and how I feel they are our greatest teachers and healers. So in having to remember all those stories, it took me right back to that place again of when I would experience them. And, and as I wrote it, it just kept evolving. And then the lessons started coming out. So, you know, I'm so glad that I did it. And I had no experience writing a book. I had only written scripts. So I had to, you know, I had to become a student of, of how to write a book. And with Google and YouTube and all the other books out there on writing books, you know, we can we can pretty much do anything in this mm, day and age. Mm -hmm. But mm. for myself, it really helped me learn more about myself, which I would I would think any writer learns mm -hmm. so much about themselves when they put pen to paper. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's really, really beautiful. You know, you talk about learning lessons from animals. How, when did you start, you know, realizing that you had an affinity for animals and, and make that connection? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, well, the book came about from a um, a, um, a friend of a friend of mine saying, "Bill, you've you've told me so many stories over the years about animals. You need to put this into a book." Mm -hmm. 
And I thought, what? Oh, that was okay. me. That was me. That was me. Well, it was you, and it was also my friend Christina. Both of you kind of like chimed in at around the same time. It was, but I guess when I first realized it, um, my parents were really, and and I talk about them in the book. They made a real point out of out, out of making sure that I understood that our animals were part of our family. Hmm. So as as my dad would share about having to, you know, put put one of our dogs to sleep, I would see his emotional attachment to it. And and, you know, my dad went in on D-Day during World War Two and, you know, he, he went in before the artillery went in because mm. he was in the engineering corps to dig up mines. And and, you know, he was he was just he always practiced what he preached. So when I saw the effect on him and then my mom, the unconditional love that they gave to animals, it just became innate in me, mm. you know, of who I am. So if I go to a party and someone has a dog or even a cat, that's where I'm going first. <laughs> yeah. That's where I go first, <laughs> you know, because I just feel that connection. And then over the years, um, you know, in the book, I mention about, um, a cat I had for 20 years, mm -hmm. uh, Casey, that there were some moments near the end of his life where I knew there was such a connection between the two of us. Mm -hmm. Literally, I, I feel like spirit worked through both of us for me to know it was time to finally put him down. Mm -hmm. You know, I was laying on the floor on a carpet mm -hmm. and because I really hurt my back and I had really bad sciatica and I was laying on my back and I had my arm outstretched and I was praying for guidance and that cat laying a little a bit away from me, extended his paw and touched my hand. Mm. And I just knew that was the time. So, you know, I took him to the vet and, and the vet says, I'll see you on the other side, you know, injects the cat and I could feel Casey's spirit leave his body. Mm -hmm. And when I got up to walk, the sciatica was gone. <gasps> Oh my gosh. I truly believe the cat was going through pain and somehow was able to transfer it to me. So I would understand how much pain it was feeling. Yeah. And, I, and that, that day wow. was one of the most profound. Wow. Because I couldn't get over that. The sciatica was gone. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, doesn't, isn't part of this story um, about you, hearing from this psychic in ghana could you oh <laughs> could you tell us about that and the the wisdom or whatever the drop you got from that experience well skip might have been there too because oh. it was maladoma really? patrice somay oh mystic from ghana and he wrote a book um i have it i don't remember the name of it but he was talking about he was breaking down the levels of consciousness on the planet and he said it goes trees animals humans and that the mm. third is always trying to overtake the other two out of fear mm. and where trees just give out unconditional love because they give out oxygen they don't ask for anything in return and animals live within the cycle of life the cycle of nature like they know of how they they interact and you know from a human standpoint if you think about it i i think the only beings that really understood that were indigenous tribes, you know, um, because they honored what was mm. given to them in being on this planet. So I just get, I get crazy when I think how human beings think that, that they own the planet mm. when we don't, we're guests here with all of these animals. Yeah. And I just wish that we could live more with them compared to putting them in cages and everything else that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. No, go talk, oh, please. You know, I, I, you know, I, we were talking about animals and, and, you know, I know that we, we think about how, how we eat and how we move through the world. And, and I wonder, you know, uh, talking about the treatment of animals and things like that. I wonder if you have any thoughts about, you know, our industrial farming or anything like that, just since we're, since we brought it up and that's something that I'm kind of, I've been working through for years and years, how my relationship with animals versus the kind of things that we put in our bodies, um, the kind of things we wear, leather, whatever, um, and how we, we are really 
we are so connected with animals in some ways, you know, thinking about even I remember reading a story about how early humans were able to kind of actually evolve because they befriended wolves. Right. And it was that kind of relationship that allowed them to actually evolve and grow and, and survive. Uh, and, and, and I just wonder if you can, if there's any thoughts you have about that, you can, you can go into. So once again, Chad is ask a very light question. <laughs> That's my job here. <laughs> yes. These very light questions. I think, you know, the biggest thing I'm, I'm learning as a human being over the age of 60 is how I can have spiritual amnesia, you know, that I can forget because I am human and I am, you know, um, uh, imperfect, you know, quoting Brene Brown and what is an honor that I'm doing the best I can at times. And I do know that every time I go vegan, I lose like 30 pounds. So there's something less than that. Let me tell you. But I, <laughs> And, and Skip is the one who taught me that, um, you know, but it, it, I, some of the laws are changing. Um, believe it or not, under the Trump administration, I can't even believe I'm saying this, um, <laughs> that, you know, cruelty to animals became a federal offense. Hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. but it, 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 I think there has to be more laws around it. I think we're getting better at it. I think it, you know, time is so relative. So, I mean, I want everything to happen yesterday. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it, it just runs this progression that the, that the universe is used to, but yeah. human beings are not. You and, know, uh, you know, it's like today I bought sorry. eggs and I made sure I bought um, pasture raised eggs because free range doesn't mean yeah. that they're not in a box right you know yeah. um cage free means they're they're, they're just not in a cage mm -hmm. but pasture raised means that they get a chance to run around and yeah. and lay eggs so it's just i think what it comes down to for everything for me it's education it, mm. it's learning and learning and once again how many times have we all had someone say well i don't know how to do that i don't know what to do it's like, have you ever heard of Google? <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, you know but here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I, I gotta, I gotta bring this up. Um, okay. okay, I'm, I'm, a, I am pescatarian right now. I'm eating fish, and that's not always the best way to, but eggs and fish, and mostly, you know, um, plant based. We need to, and y'all brought it up. We are, yes, we need to take care of our animals. But under the Trump administration, it became a federal offense to harm animals, but yet it's still okay to harm people. Here's this is where we are, are really, y'all went deep here. Here's why we can't get it right for our planet, because we're not taking care of each other. Mm. We have to, and I know you're a spiritual man, and I know this book is full of spiritual practices. Our biggest work right now is to learn how to take care of each other. And until we take care of each other, we are never going to take care of the planet. We're never going to take care of animals. Um, I, I just believe we have to learn to take care of each other. Like treat you. You're my brother. You're not, I am not your brother's keeper. I am your brother. I am not your sister's keeper. I am your sister. And once we start to move into that space, will we ever be able to take care of animals and the planet? But I want to say this, and I'm going to ask you a question because I know the answer. This book is filled <laughs> with spiritual nuggets all over the place. What is your spiritual practice like? And what has been your journey to get to this place of writing this book with spiritual insights? Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I had to get clean and sober. Mm -hmm. So I got clean and sober. I'll be 26 years clean and sober on April 18th. Wow. Yay! Prior to getting sober. I wrote, and that's but, Chad's birthday. It's April eighteenth. That's 18th. right. Yes. Oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> yes. I mean, prior to what? prior to writing the book and the screenplays and everything else, I wrote for a sketch. I I ran and wrote a sketch comedy show out of New York and Boston, but I could only focus long enough to write a three minute sketch. So when I got sober, one of the first things I wanted to do was to write a screenplay. Mm. And because I had to, you know, and be able to get to that focus, it's the same with writing the book. For me, I probably couldn't have done it if I was still using. Mm. Um, 
the the other part of 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 my spiritual practice is always i mean i do every day and i'm pretty good about it i don't i might miss a day here or there depending on if my dog you know is doing something or i have a meeting or whatever but um i i i love to read and i love reading spiritual literature so um i read and i pray and i meditate i read literature from you know um new thought um big fan of i could litany of of authors from michael beckwith to marian williamson to brene brown to mm -hmm. don miguel ruiz to neil donald walsh it goes on and on mm -hmm. so in regards to writing the book the spiritual practice was really praying for guidance and and i i when i when my ego can remember it i i ask god to write through me Mm. You know, because my ego does have a short-term memory problem. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it just does. So I have to, and I love the old saying, ego, ease God out, you know, mm -hmm. so then I remember. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when I ask God to write through me, um, and even now, I'm even more tapped into, I feel like as I've as I've gotten sober for this long a period of time, um, I feel like I'm 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 entering another a whole other level again and it's painful at times because i have to you know heard it again the other day god is everything or god is nothing and that that includes my finances that includes my relationships there's a place in there i'm co-creating constantly i'm co-writing i'm co-producing with god when my ego gets out of the way everything shows up i mean I wrote this book and I'm like, I wrote a book and it just <laughs> everything kind of unfolded and it was affordable and people showed up and, you know, and it's only been, it's only been out there like a little over a month yeah. and I'm already, you know, it's just, I can't wait to write the second book in the third book. There's going to be probably an uncle Bill series. You yeah. Know? Hey, I love yes. it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, the you second know, one, it's perfect because it's Uncle Bill can't drink anymore. So that's going to be the name of the title. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we uh, get to listen to a little bit of music. And Faith, this this song is very interesting you chose today. <laughs> but I like it. I like the theme. I like yeah. the theme. Yes. Well, Free Bow, if, if for many of you, uh, for those of you that might not know him, first of all, he used to tour with the best um, artists out there like Bonnie Raitt. He played bass for, for them. But past that, he is his own artist and amazing songwriter. He's, he's, he continues to be my inspiration. I think he's in his 70s now, and he glows like he's in his 50s or something. So, um, But he had the perfect song, Bill, I think, for what we're talking about today. He has a song called She's My D-O-G. G oh. by Freebo. So let's get into the animal. You animal. know, at first, at first when I saw the cover of Faith, I was I was thinking, is this who let the dogs out? Anyway, oh, no. It's dog people. That's right. It's dog people, right? It's yeah, dog that's right. people. That's right. Yeah. All right. So let's get our dog ears on and listen with some joy. Here we go, y'all. about my baby she's all legs and hair we spend our time together really quite a pair she is always in a good mood she's just as happy as can be she's my sweet little angel she's my d-o-g well she's never never angry Never, never sad. She's like no other woman. She's the best I ever had. I don't have to do the dishes. I do anything I please. This bitch is never bitchy. She's my D.O.G. Let's listen to Jerry Donnie play Garbo.
about that one, would you? Welcome back to Voices of Unity. Wow, that was fun. You know what? And I love the energy of the um, country kind of energy with the dog. That reminds me, Bill, you just uh, produced and co-wrote uh, your first um, movie musical, which is Bluegrass Musical. So our apropos, um, it's called Paradise, the, the movie. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Did sure. you feel that energy around that? Paradise. Oh my God. Yeah. I love, it's funny, you know, being from Boston originally, I wasn't a bluegrass or country <laughs> fan. Um, I didn't hate it, but I didn't, you know, it was like Aerosmith, you know, but um, I'm kidding, but uh, sort of, yeah. Um, we wrote a musical comedy called paradise and then it became a feature film over COVID called paradise, a town of sinners and saints. We, we got distribution through artist view um, entertainment um, I'll be seeing a trailer and artwork either later on, um, either tomorrow or early next week, and then they take it out to market. So um, it's going to be announced at Cannes, but um, it is hopefully just going to be, you know, sold to like a Hulu or a Roku or Netflix or someplace with a theatrical. So um, I'm hoping that we get a little theatrical. This guy has uh, gotten theatricals for other friends of mine that might play at some limited theaters. But, um, oh yeah, the film is blessed. It's blessed. We made it over COVID. I had 36 in the crew, eight actors. Wow. There were probably about another 10 of us from COVID officers to creatives and nobody got COVID. Mm. <laughs> there you go. And then two weeks later, they almost all got COVID. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we really, we, we dodged that bullet and, mm. uh, we had to hire two um, COVID compliance officers on that. Yeah. That, that it was required through SAG, but it's 21 original songs. Um, if you Google Mary Sarah, she was one of the finalists on The Voice. Uh -huh. And um, and she is um, one of our leads. And oh my God, 
when I first heard her on on a Google search, she just blew the doors off. So <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we brought in um, Raquel Castro, who was the Jersey Girl in the old movie Jersey Girl with Ben Affleck. Oh she wow, was the little daughter, all grown up now. And uh, Cliff Wagner did all the music. The music's the music will get stuck in your head for months. Mm, it's so yeah. good and it's just a lot of fun it's very uh entertaining and um you know that's kind of where we're at with it right now but yeah it's a lot of fun and hopefully it'll go back up on the stage because it was a stage yeah. production in LA for a long time and then in Austin Texas to start yeah, that's awesome. You know, you talked about doing this and and writing. You know, uh, more 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 kind of sketch format. How is how do you see your own kind of style of writing, um, and and the kind of things that you do? How has that evolved as you've evolved? Uh, and you talk about uh, you know your sobriety and things like that. Have you seen your own style, your own approach, kind of evolve as 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 you've um, uh, developed into uh, the writer you are now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like anything else. It's practice. Mm. You know, I mean, any artist knows that they have to practice. And and it's all about that for me. And in doing that, I just become, I mean, when I first started out here in LA, I was a reader. So I had to read over like 200 scripts. So I mm. knew what a bad script <clears throat> was and what a good script was. And let me tell you, 95% were not very good. Um and then I took classes and I took Robert McKee's seminar at Harvard. Um, and, and then, you know, and this is bringing Skip back into the picture. I wrote a play years ago called A Good Year for the Roses. And we did a very short run here in L.A. and Skip actually directed it. And I remember sitting there in a rehearsal going, this is about God. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, I love that. And it we had already written you. it. Wow. So, but as it's all about it, God. <laughs> you know, because think about it and any type of art, unless you're a painter, but even then you're still kind of, mm -hmm. uh, well, you are co-creating, yeah. but you know, once the actors put voice to it and the director, you know, you, you know, kind of got their hands on it in regards to direction. But I remember sitting there going, this is about God. And I don't remember writing this about God. <laughs> So yeah. like right now, I've been, you know, I'm working on a couple other projects and I'm just once again making sure the ego remembers mm -hmm. sit, vision, mm -hmm. picture, call in, mm -hmm. whether it's spirit guides, archangels, my parents who have crossed over, you know, mm -hmm. any writer who has crossed over, just all of that just yeah. kind of bringing that into the mix and and then trusting and then going back to rule number one there's no such thing as writing there's only rewriting <laughs> many, times. many times many well, times i, I want to go back to our furry friends because i during our song our listeners couldn't see it but you brought your cutest little yes friend could you <laughs> tucker. introduce tucker okay tucker was so adorable i want to ask you i mean uncle bill right with these animal tales and i'm sure the power of what these animals you know can do in our lives are there ways are there things um people can do to nurture that connection with the furry friends i mean you were talking about like the squirrels in, in your backyard i think unless they're your pets per se but, you know just nature, <laughs> not yet no not yet yeah i mean what in, in all of your you know experience do you think there are ways that we can just tune in more to that connection with with the animals i love that question um yes i i think there is i think first in in regards to domestic our dogs and cats um really listen to them sit and listen mm. to them because they will tell you what they need and they'll show you what they need. Mm -hmm. um, it's like when someone's walking their dog and they're on their phone looking at everything, they're not engaging with their with their dog. Um, you know, it, it sounds judgmental, but they're, they're not engaging with their dog. I mean, God, how many times have we seen on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, these videos of people with their animals and the dogs just like someone's crying and the dog comes over and sits in their lap. They know, mm -hmm. they know. And I, and I think we're really missing a great opportunity to learn more about who we are through them. Yeah. You know, like in regards to the backyard, yeah. <laughs> Tucker's going a little blind and a little deaf. 
And there was a squirrel up on, on, on the tree up above uh, her and making that squirrel chattering noise and because she was not happy that, that there was a dog down there. And then I think she realized, or that squirrel realized that Tucker couldn't hear. The squirrel ran down and sat right next to Tucker. <laughs> and Tucker turned like, looked at him like, and, and I have a photo that Skip has seen Tucker laying in the grass and a bird at the very end of her paw, just looking at her, a sparrow, just looking at her. There's something, you know? Yeah. So I, I think, I think, I think really it is, it's about awareness. It's just, it's about taking the time to be aware when you're sitting in the woods, when you're, you know, sitting at the beach, when you see animals come up to you. Now, I, I'm not saying go up and, you know, hug a bear. But, <laughs> no? Okay. You know, but Especially like the bear has like done the, cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't go near cocaine bear. That's not Oh, my gosh. <laughs> But, but I do think, I think it's just about, that's why I wrote the book, just to get people to remember that yeah. there's more than just us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if, if we could, and I know it's, it's part of the process that, you know, Chad was talking about, what is your favorite um, format to write? Is it plays? Is it screenplay? Is it writing an, uh, a book? What is your favorite? What really speaks to you? It's a, that's another good question because I was thinking of that today. Um, it's pretty even regarding screenplays and writing the book and sketch comedy um, because I wrote sketch for so many years in Boston and New York. I mean, just long time. But writing, a, I also, you know, I adapted a book, 29 Gifts, to a screenplay, which is my agent shopping around town. And I love doing that too, because mm. I could take an author's voice and really honor it, you know? Um, and, and I'm going to probably say screenplay because I like the breakdown of it. I learned so much about the process, writing a book, at least a, a memoir, which is really what I wrote. Um, you know, I can do it whenever I can. I, I, I do like the ownership of it. You know, being able mm -hmm. to do that as well. Screenplays, screenplays, you get a lot of notes. So <laughs> I do enjoy it, but then you hand it off. And it's it, if, if you're working with a producer, director, actors, it's just note city. So you have to get used to not pushing back. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I would have, I'd read someone else's script. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'd always tell them, I'm going to tell you my thoughts. Do not tell me what you were thinking when you wrote that just take it all in and then you ask someone else and if you keep hearing the same thing over and over again then you might need to do a rewrite around that scene mm -hmm. but it's yeah. Yeah, but, but i'd have to say skip it's probably the screenplay process just because i can go into other worlds that i haven't mm -hmm. experienced but maybe i've researched it i love doing that mm -hmm. I wonder, Bill, if sometimes for songwriting and, and okay, it's like three minutes, okay, because I haven't written a musical yet, right? Three, five minute song. Um, once in a while, those songs will just drop in. I mean, just like drop in. God, God is was one of those for me. So I know and I love your rule about writing and rewriting, which means you're always open for it to keep evolving. But has that ever happened to you where it drops in? Yeah. And I don't want to see time. what oh, Okay. Okay. No, no, it dropped in um it, it drops in in dreams, it drops in in the shower, it drops yep, in walking the dog. <laughs> I mean, I I'm working on a script now called um um Seven Therapists and Me. <laughs> and okay. it's going to be a dark comedy. Excuse me. It'll be somewhat autobiographical, but I'm going to, you know, obviously it's mine so I can do with it what I want. But I had a dream last night and I had already cast it. And Harvey Firestein was being cast <laughs> as one of the therapists. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and I've been having a lot of dreams lately that when I wow. wake up, they're wow. giving me guidance like wow. you wouldn't believe. Wow. So I'm I started on it again today, and I've already cast Harvey Firestein into <laughs> therapist number seven. I wow. that's amazing. I, I can't wait for him to find out. That's fantastic. I don't me either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I wonder if you, I, you know, we're talking about your writing and we're talking about animals and we got to meet Tucker just there for a second. We'll have to take a picture to put on our uh, socials so that everyone can see uh, Dear Tucker. Is there is there a story or is there a lesson that you've learned recently from Tucker that you could share with us? Oh my God. <laughs> Do we have all day? It's only an hour. It really is only an hour show. We only have 15 wow. minutes left. Really. <laughs> We should hear you should hear the conversations that we have. Um, All right, back to you, yeah. Bill. And number one, <laughs> patience. It's patience. Patience. Mm. Patience. She's older. You know, she's she's gonna do what she wants. Um, I'll be walking and I'm thinking I've got to be doing this back at the house. And come on quickly, you know, use the bathroom. What are you doing here? And I'll I'll I, I don't ever yank her, but I might give her a little extra pull. And then I realize, wait a minute. I don't need to be anywhere right now. She's yeah. doing, excuse me, what she's doing. And um, excuse me, it really is patience. It, it yeah. It's, and I immediately stop and go, okay, she's helping me learn more about patience. Mm. Um, and she does it daily. Yeah. So as far as a lesson goes, you know, and she has her little ritual down. She know, and um she has a hard time with anxiety right now when I leave the house because she can't see and hear yeah. um, at certain times. And I try to I try to bring her with me as much as possible. Yeah, that's very sweet. You know, in our last podcast, we were talking about angels speaking to us and and <gasps> you know, the Cor Course in Miracles might call it Holy Spirit. You know, and we're talking about animals today, but it's really I just I, I, I love hearing you say that because it's not just the sweet things that that we can tune into and really learn from. But it's moments like that when we say, oh, I am behaving in a way that if I'm aware enough, I could shift in this moment and choose to be more loving. And, 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 and it's really that that it's that tap, tap, tap on the shoulder that we've talked about in the past. Um, and, 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 and do you find that there's a way that you can that that you interact with animals, maybe give us tips as, as owners <laughs> of, of dogs and cats and things like that to where we can connect with our animals a little bit better. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's like I said, it, it really is. It, it's, it's just awareness. You know, it, it's my getting out of, I mean, I, th I think a dog especially teaches so much unconditional love hmm. And it's just recognizing it and really accepting it that there is a being on the planet that can unconditionally love us. I mean, how many times have we we seen these stories? I mean, even dogs that aren't treated well will still love, you know? I mean, right. that's the that's where the human, I think, just needs to really stop and realize, you know, that's what these animals are about. Someone said to me. A long time ago, the reason why dogs don't live as long as the rest of us as humans is that they come here already understanding unconditional love. Their job is to teach us and then move on. Mm. I hate to toot my own horn. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm serious. That was me. I, 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 I hate to toot my own horn, but that was the spirit speaking <laughs> And the reason been. why, I don't remember, you, well, the reason why is because, you know, if you think about when someone gives love, 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 and they're not expecting anything back, they, their life is short because they gave everything yeah. they can. The other thing too is that we've talked about this on other shows, Voices of Unity, there's no happenstance or mistakes that dog is, is God's will backwards. Yeah. <laughs> the other reason why dogs and animals are here, they're here to teach us how to love, how to love unconditional. And if we could just take a moment and look at this and how do we connect with our parents or our dogs, which is part of our family and our parents and everyone else, we would be in a better place. I think we had a conversation. I don't trust any spirit, any leader, any government leader that doesn't have a dog. I'm like, <laughs> you ain't got a dog. Listen, you, uh, I'm not trusting you. You got to have a dog. Sorry. <laughs> there is one who did not have a dog. La, 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 la. Uh, we call him 45, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
president in my he, lifetime who didn't he, have a dog. Who shall not be named? He yes. who shall. Well, no, but we he do have some. everyone. Yeah, we I, do. That's I why do. we call it Voices of Unity, and that's the truth. <laughs> We've talked about this about a year ago about how we are actually one with 45, that president. <laughs> but we yes. might not. We might not. Um, subscribe to the way he interacts, but we're still one with him. There is no separation. Well, so we have but, to be. Yeah. yeah. But he still needs to get a dog. I think he'll change his <laughs> life. Um, so Bill, this is the part of the show that we go into something called the sexy spiritual pebble, also known as the SSP. And the sexy spiritual pebble is your takeaway from the show. What is your moment, your aha moment, your, you know, what what takes you to the next place of shifting your life and um yeah we're that deep anyway (laughs) (laughs) so our ssp really is the place where we can talk about the takeaway and um spirit is saying go to faith first then chad then me and then we'll let you have the final ssp faith Yes, I'm feeling um, the connection I'm feeling from the our angel show to our first <laughs> friend show. <laughs> um, no, really, is this wow? How blessed are we that this unconditional love really is around us in yes. in, the, in our animals, in our guardian angels, and the idea that we're missing it a lot. And I mean, and that's not to poo poo on ourselves, no. but really, it's the opportunity to tap into that love that is present for us and so um bill i'm gonna have that visual for me of when your your cat reached out Ooh, i'm getting two things you said oh. the story of cat reaching out no in our angel show she oh, talked about her brother and their hands oh wow yeah. i mean i just i'm seeing so much overlap now of this like overwhelming love that's there if we yes. would reach out to touch it so there oh. you go ssp that's huge ssp boom 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 Mm. Well, you know, in that same energy, gosh, that's really good faith. Um, In that same energy, I'm thinking about this relationship between patience that you talked about and awareness. Mm. You know, how do we how do we breed awareness within ourselves? You know, finding that patience. Right now, I'm in a place where I'm. We got the we got the two kiddos, and then we've got. I'm 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 in my first year at this in this new position, and we're working, and Sharon's working, and she's back at work now after having the having Charlie, and our 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 patience is not. uh, It's thin at times, and um, you know, I, I can see in myself that lately, you know, maybe the the walks aren't as frequent, or maybe you know, getting down on the floor with the dog or the cats, I can see that I have not been uh, embracing or accepting some of that unconditional love. Um, and I, I, I miss it and I feel it. And so, um, you know, that's that's an SSP I'm going to take into the week is, is that beautiful relationship yeah. we have and that it's available and that mm. with patience and awareness, we can access it. Oh, Chad, you're such a dad. You're such a dad. You're such a dad. Chad, chatty, daddy, daddy, chatty. Um, I love that. That that was powerful. Um, You know, my takeaway, I'm going to go back to Uncle Bill's Animal Tales. Um, This book is filled with stories of uh, just family, animals, insights, spirituality, and if it's like me, which I love essays and I love short stories, there's a bunch of short stories that you just don't have to spend a lifetime in. You can experience it and move on to the next story. Um, my SSP for for me has always been, and I've shared this, this is the first time I have lived without a dog for years. Mm. And the my landlady will not allow me to have a dog. And that's okay. I get it. It's her house. Um, I am probably going to find another space, um, probably in November, um, and I will definitely have a dog. I miss having a dog. I miss having um, an animal in my life. Um, And they bring so much joy, so much love. So I'm recognizing this conversation, how much I want to have a dog. And um, I love the fact that I'm a great uncle. So kids are not in, in my space. I'm a great uncle because I can take 
you know, I can be an uncle and going, you know, I love you. Now go back to your mama, go back to your daddy. <laughs> so I'm very clear. My role in life is not to be a father, but a furry, you know, child I do want to have. So, yeah, I love this conversation. So, Bill Robertson, what is your SSP for today? Well, there's going to be two things. One, I was just thinking life is just a series of short stories. Mm-hmm. Really all it is, you know, I mean, every day is another short story. Mm-hmm. And and the other is, because um, I was listening to your conversation before I came on the call, um, and angels, um, animals are angels. Mm-hmm. They really are. I think they have the closest connection. I think, you know, toddlers and babies and animals have the closest (laughs) connection to the angels on the other side, I think, Mm. um, than anything. So just remembering that um, to honor my dog, Tucker, Mm. and to understand that she is truly an angel in my life. Mm, it's beautiful (laughs) so uncle bill where can people find your book where can people get in contact with you um did you build that website yet no i haven't built the website but uh uncle bill's animal tales life lessons for adults they can find on amazon right now uh hopefully barnes and noble over the next couple weeks but right now it's amazon and um they can get in touch with me i'm on facebook um i'm on the gram (laughs) Um, um, actually I think my email address is also included and I'm also on LinkedIn so yeah we'll put all your information in there for sure and also when people are when people want to hear more about Paradise the movie they can connect with you through Facebook as well oh yes yeah definitely and we do there is a a Facebook page um paradisebluegrassmusical.com that's a lot we'll put that in the program (laughs) notes that's a lot that is huge but i love it yeah i love it faith rivera my sister my sister with the best website ever (laughs) yeah it really is the best website i i get a little website envy when i see your website pink and purple it'll make you smile and there's a lot of um cool experiences for you to check out write your own heart song and uh, some, I'm I'm opening up to do some more coaching now. I think I told you we started off this year, and people were actually reaching out to me. So, um, Very cool. Actually, yeah, any way that I can support you. And again, Vegas, just put on your calendars. And any Vegas people out there that are listening, I'll be there on June 11th. And we just found out that it's going to be carried. I guess they're going to live stream it. Uh, the New Thought Media Network is going to he's going to come in, and they're going to they're creating this whole event around it. So um, Robert, cool. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, and new single, which it probably won't be new by the time you heard it here, but it'll be available everywhere. Classic comeback cuz we are comeback. always we're always in our comeback story. That's what I think. I love it. Love it. Love it. What about you, What's Chad? Up, Chad? Oh. Well, What's up, Chad? I'm waiting for my classic comeback with my Come website. On. Come on. <laughs> I have yet to it's... have a I I have yet to have a taker since our last episode that's going oh. to help me um, def- define my internet brand, uh, but it will happen. Um, but if you want Ask to see the time, yes, I'm, <laughs> if you want to see something that uh, lacks uh, digital divinity, go oh ahead and go to my website, cashbradford.com, uh, and you can see uh, maybe one of the hell there. Uh, but then you can go over to at Chad Bradford one on all the socials and at Ark Shakes. Uh, we got a, we've got our summer camp coming up <clears throat> with yes. Arkansas Shakespeare Theater. We've got scholarships available. We've got the Bard Birthday Flash Sale. Uh, April is also Shakespeare's wow. birthday month. Oh, um, so nice. uh, we're doing a flash sale for our summer camp. So if you're oh. listening and you're in the area, please uh, head over to arkshakes.com. We do not have enough time to talk about the flash sale, but that is something that we'll definitely <laughs> put into Aww. the notes. We'll put into the notes. Um, but here's the thing I do know we have created this inner um, story about Chad's website so (laughs) you have to tune in every week for the end of the show to find out where is the website (laughs) we're we're, going to call it the the, the Chad Bradford Chronicles of his website 
I love that. Let's do it. Let's do reaching it. Awesome. For reaching for digital divinity. I love yes. it. Oh, see, it's going deeper and deeper. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Family, please follow us on Instagram. We're Voices of Unity Podcast on Instagram. We also have a group on Facebook, Voices of Unity Facebook group. Join it. I promise we're going to start posting into Facebook group. I, I do. I, I know. I know you do. We're Listen. <laughs> We already talked about this, creating enough abundance and prosperity where we can have people to work our social media and to do the editing and do all the other things that we do on the side to make this podcast work. And don't forget, you can follow me at skipjennings.com, find out more information. Yes, Bali is sold out. Um, but I found out we still have one spot open for one female who doesn't mind being in a double occupancy. So that's going to happen. Also, make sure you follow us or follow me at Skip Jennings online. It's Inspired Transformation. You can find out about coaching, my books, my t-shirt line that Bill is wearing right now. Thank you for the support. The Awake Shop, The Awake Shop, The Awake Shop. Go get a t-shirt and it is about um, inspiration you can wear. Well, this has been really amazing. I've enjoyed this show immensely and I'm so, so grateful. Thank you, Bill. Thank, Thank you. you, everyone. It was Thank great. So much fun. And um, get your copy of this incredible book. All right, y'all. That's it for us until the next episode. Remember, transformation is a choice, and we can choose today. We love you with all our hearts here at Voices of Unity. Until next episode, be well. Subscribe, like, and share. Spread the love. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine? Speed up your progress on the spiritual path? Then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.